A disclaimer, if you are in any way related to Van or uncomfortable with hearing about the details of sex, love or dating, particularly queer dating, sex and love, please do not listen to this episode because it includes the details of a sexually liberated woman who doesn't really give a fuck if it makes you uncomfortable. Thank you and enjoy. <laughs> what are we talking about? Wait. Okay, go. Uh, okay, like, are we recording? Because if we're recording, you need to stop eating potato chips. <laughs> God, no. That's too much. <laughs> too much dairy. Stop scratching your vagina. You know it's not my vagina. You know it's Greg. It's Greg. Is that what we're calling it now? Yeah, I think it's so. It's a weird thing to name your pussy. It's not. <laughs> it's. <laughs> hey, on topic for this week's episode, what do you guys call your genitalia? Fan calls her pussy Greg. No, I don't. I think it's very weird. I mean, no, no. Sorry. <laughs> no, no. More power to you. Shut up. But. Like, I'm not the type of person to give my, uh, my pussoir a name. <laughs> it's just all my, all my titties. Like, it's just. I named your titties. Hmm? I named your titties. What'd you name them? Wouldn't you like to know? <laughs> this one is Chanel. This one's Target. <laughs> You know she's insecure about all the spots. <laughs> Why would you call this one Target? <laughs> At least call her Target. Uh-uh, Target. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> anyway, Greg is like a cyst sort of thing I have on my a leg. sort of thing. It is a cyst. It's an infected cyst and you yeah. need to go to the doctor. Hey, I'm the one who said I need to go to the doctor and you were the one that was like, yeah, maybe. And now you're all sudden like pretending it was your idea. Eh, maybe. I don't know. As soon as it got infected, I was like, you need antibiotics. You need to go to the fucking doctor. You're definitely not like 100% behind that idea. When? I don't know. Oh my God. We're off to a great start. <laughs> How's your week been, Smelly? Yeah, it's been pretty good, pretty good. I've um, slept all day because I had night shift last night. Had a really good weekend. It was my brother's birthday, so lots of celebrations. Whoop, whoop. Um, Shout out to Darcy for being old. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah, had fun uh, going to his place after work and hanging out with some of his friends. I took my girls to the party. They enjoyed it. I left Jen at home because we don't like her to be around people too much. Um, yeah, I don't. <laughs> and then Sunday, uh, went out to Yamcha with the parents, which was nice. And my brother was um, pretty hungover, but, you know, that's always fun. <laughs> but, yeah, no, not much to report out of the huge this week besides having a bit more of a social weekend um, than I have been having the last year and a bit. With COVID stuff, so <laughs> it's nice whenever I do something more sociable. Yeah. What about you, Stinky? Well, COVID once again. Oh, yeah. Once again ruined my plans and I had to cancel my birthday party that I was having this coming weekend, um, which means I also had to cancel going and seeing my family. Mm-hmm. Um, 
other than that, my week's been pretty normal. Nothing too amazing. Nothing, you know, a little bit disappointing, but yeah. Mm. Shit happens. Not much I can do about it. Um, Still a button up though. Oh, yeah, it fucking sucks, but like, I don't know. I try not to get too caught up on things that are out of my control because then it just really bums me out. Yeah. And I'm not quite narcissistic enough to think that the world revolves around me, that the world hates me enough to constantly cancel my plans. Um, yes, you are. That's all you've been saying all week. <laughs> that is not. This is my fault because I planned my party and now all the states are in lockdown. <laughs> it's all my fault. I said I'm not that narcissistic. I'm pretty narcissistic, but I'm not on that level. Um... Yeah, that's it. That's pretty much it. I've been um, discouraging Van from meeting up with people she hasn't actually um, in homes whom she hasn't actually met in person yet. I did that one time, uh, two times. <laughs> I was like, you've definitely that. done it more than once. Actually, I've done it three times. <laughs> <laughs> I did have someone come here once, but um, before you lived here. Who? Oh, ah. <laughs> Mr. 40 seconds. <laughs> Mr. 40 seconds. Oh, dear. Um. Enough <laughs> <laughs> said. Enough said. Don't need anything more on that topic. Anyway, so this week we are talking about love, sex, and dating. And it's going to be mostly Van talking because I'm really, really boring um, and have been in a stable relationship for nearly two years. Disgusting. Which is honestly my only proper relationship I've ever had, so. Yeah, it's it's really gross, guys. Um, uh-huh. They're really cuddly and, and cute together, and it's bleh. Yeah, no, Van walks out, and we're, like, snuggling on the couch, and she's just like... <laughs> <laughs> and then leaves. Pippa, shush. Yeah, love, sex, and dating. So, Smelly here is chronically single. <laughs> I'm sorry, that was a bit harsh. <laughs> Sounds like a disease. <laughs> it's fun. But no. <laughs> hey, no. look, it means you can have your hoe year. Hey, I'm all for being a hoe. Like, I don't even mind. Like, I think... You know what? You just want a regular fuck. Though. Yeah. First of all, I just want to say I feel like there's a difference between being single and being in a relationship. I don't want to be single and floating around like totally like unconnected, unattached completely. I would like to have attachments and things. A regular fuck buddy. Yeah. Be. I just don't necessarily have to be in a relationship. Like I'm not opposed to it. I would love that. But also I'm pretty happy to just have someone that I can be friends with and also fuck. It's just, like, someone or multiple people who are just, like, regularly in my life as opposed to, like, every time that I'm overwhelmed by horniness having to, like, find someone new because that's just exhausting for one and can be dangerous, you know. Yes. And I do tend to make some bad decisions if it's 3 a.m. and I'm really horny. Your toe looks really swollen. Or is that just the angle I'm looking at? <laughs> it's just my toe. <laughs> Sorry. I think it's just... Ugh, men. There you go. <laughs> yeah, 
can we actually, you know what? I just want to talk for a sec about, obviously I've just mentioned that like, I'm not even too fussed about the whole relationship thing, like looking for anything serious. Like, you know, I'm open to that and would love it, but also it's not the only thing that I would consider sort of thing. And I date both men and women and I find there's a massive, massive difference between the two. Um, and so many dudes, and I'm going to generally use dudes as opposed to men and women, because dudes, you know, I guess is a better way to describe a lot of cishet men Mm. with that sort of attitude is kind of what I mean by dudes. So many dudes who are just looking for something casual, you know, and I'm like totally down for that. And I've been talking for a bit, you know, it'll get to that point where they're like, Oh, what are you doing tonight? Or what are you doing tomorrow night? You should come over or, you know, can I come over sort of thing. And I'll just say to them that I always meet for coffee first, at least once, you know, just to like, so you don't get raped and murdered. Yeah. Just to meet someone in the daytime, you know, in person, in person, Suss out their Make vibe because sure people have can like be, tentacles or something. Yeah. People can be so different online, and like it's a bit awkward if you go to someone's house and then suddenly you're like, Whoa, they're not who I thought they were, and then it's like awkward and really hard to like leave and all that sort of stuff. Um, and you don't want to put yourself in danger, yeah, but yeah, like I mean, obviously, it's a safety thing, but it's also just like a seeing that the vibe's definitely there as well. Because, I mean, you know, even when you meet someone once, you still don't really know what they're like. Like, it's, you know, still you've always got to be thinking about, you know, looking after yourself sort of stuff. But anyway, and these fucking dudes (laughs) just, I don't know, think that they are, and this is why I was listening to the song before the podcast, they think they're God's gift to fucking women. Like, they're just like, you know, it's like, oh, mm, mm, you know, can't we just like, can't we just meet up at my house? Or if they do, they're like, oh, we get coffee and then we could go somewhere more private. Like, and I'm just like, no, 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 no. The point of coffee is just to have coffee, coffee or a drink and meet in the daylight. We're not fucking immediately afterwards. Yeah. Like, it's like, it's, and it's not to trick you into going on a date with me in some sort of, you know, I'm like, so even if this, you know, thing between us is mostly just sex or whatever, and that's fine. I'm like, this is literally just to make sure that like, we both sort of have good vibes or on like the same page. We can have like an emotionally mature discussion about having sex and you know all that sort of stuff and it's just like you know oh i don't really do coffee dates and it's like well you know what then you're not doing me like (laughs) if you don't do coffee you don't do me peace the fuck out you know (laughs) you have men being god's gift to women what you told me earlier about um well you've had this experience with one guy but i feel like it applies to a lot of dudes that whole like oh i enjoy eating a woman out Therefore, like, I am the peak man 
even when they're really shit at it oh, <laughs> and you don't yeah. actually want them to do it <laughs> and then they're not even receptive to feedback because they're so like oh yeah i'm really good at it. i like, i really... give women oral i'm the best man yeah um maybe something's wrong with you because you're not enjoying it so mm, i think not <laughs> You know what they say, if you're looking for your orgasm, go find the loser douchebag sleeping on a mattress on the floor. Who says this? Is this just you making yourself feel better for your poor life choices? No, no, it's like an ongoing joke. But he was actually, he had a bed, it was a single bed though, but he (laughs) wanted to get a futon you know the like floor mattress ones not the fold out couch ones i don't know why they have the same fucking name well so the floor ones are like traditional japanese futon yeah um and then p europeans just kind of took that futon mattress and then put Put it it on a couch face yeah but yeah they still should have like a slightly different name but yeah confusing anyway and he wanted to get a futon for the floor i was like so you want to you want to go down to the floor you, you've got a bed frame but you want to be the man that's bed is on the floor that isn't even a bed that isn't even a bed i mean actually futon like the traditional the, like if you get a proper yeah, like, futon they're actually really they comfortable really, yeah but like we both but just get him. a fucking bed we both know him he was not he was gonna get a fucking clark rubber mattress like, <laughs> like it's a futon bitch mm. <laughs> I was like, mate, what are you doing? <laughs> you know? Oh, God. But that, that is where you will find some some good orgasms. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I find good orgasms? I feel like we should probably just put a disclaimer for my family not to listen to this episode. Unless you're my sisters. They don't care. Um, do you know what I find good orgasms? In bed late at night when you can't sleep? Yeah. By myself. <laughs> By myself. That true. That true. Ain't nobody. Ain't nobody know how to pleasure you better than yourself. Literally. And (laughs) if if you are having sex with someone else, but you don't ever like really pleasure yourself, play with yourself, whatever, like that's fine. But trust. Once you know your body better, you can you can instruct exactly them better. Exactly. You can't coach a subject you, le- you never learned. Did I say that right? That's smart. You, yeah, you can't coach a subject you never learned. I've never heard that, but that's really smart. I've never heard that before. I just made it up. <laughs> that's funny. I might use the word teach rather than coach. <laughs> Fair. <laughs> you can't see, coach, I was like, you can't coach a sport you never played. Like, <laughs> like, I see. I was like, oh yeah, physical activity, coach. <laughs> Dudes suck. Girls are terrifying. I was going to say, you definitely have a lot more sexual experience with Yeah, I I haven't had sex with a girl since high school. Um, Because anytime I start talking to a girl, which I am talking to someone right now, going on a date on Friday. When this podcast comes out, I'm probably going to be on the date. (laughs) (laughs) How many nervous poops do you think you're going to be doing? You know what? I don't really do that many nervous poops for dates anymore. 
who, who was, we won't say a name, but um, the girl you were briefly seeing during like lockdown and stuff, that was kind of like a casual thing when you went on your first date with her. You, yeah, you messaged me like 50 times being like, I came and I'm like two hours <laughs> early and I've got oh, to the toilet like oh. 50 times because I keep nervous pooping. I and I was like, how do you still have anything left? I know. <laughs> I was literally in the toilet, like in and out so much. I, I kept like, I got this like literally like an hour and a half early and I went to the toilet in like every different place in the town because like I didn't want to keep going into the same cafe and I had like diarrhea I was so <laughs> nervous I hadn't been on a date since like the start of lockdown it was right it definitely didn't help out. that you were an hour and a half early I know that was so stupid so I was just overthinking it um <laughs> oh my god because that was I dated her for well I was seeing her and talking to her for a few months even though that was a bit of a weird one because it was, like, lockdown and stuff. We were talking for, like, I think, like, three and a half months. But we only saw each other, like, maybe four times, mm. I think. Um, but we, like, FaceTimed a lot and stuff. Um, and then after we ended, pretty soon after that is when I met... I don't even know if I've accidentally said his name. I better make sure I haven't. But is when I met he who must not be named. Gonorrhea. Elon Musk fanboy. <laughs> Um, and I don't know what happened. The guy who like, wanted a futon. No, I do know <laughs> what happened. You know, I went through a lot. I had a like three week inpatient program. For you my did a lot of self eating disorder and stuff. And yeah, so there's a lot of self growth and a massive changes to my confidence. And I guess it was just like a really pivotal time for me. And I met him and I just got to that point where I was like, fuck it. Like, I'm not going to just wait for some magical day anymore because it's never coming. <laughs> like, I'm, there's always going to be something that I feel self-conscious about. So, fuck it. I'm just going to not let that hold me back. You know, so even if I'm feeling a bit of like, oh, uncertainty, it's like fucking whatever, you know. And most of the time, it's just in your head. Like, anyway. And so... I met him on the Monday for a date. I was like a little nervous, whatever. And we went for a walk. You've definitely things. explained this before. What the fuck was that? On the podcast? Yeah. No, I haven't. Yeah, you have. I definitely haven't. Yeah, you have. I definitely haven't. Yeah, you have. Definitely haven't. And then I went on this date on a Monday. And then two days later, I let him come over to my house alone. Like no one was there to buffer, which was so out of character for me. And then by the Friday... We had sex and it was like, you know, fully naked, fully lit, like sex that lots of jiggling. Yep. Everyone could see everything. And it was just like, I felt so amazing because it was just like, who am I? You know, like it was just, and it, oh, I, like, I can't even explain it. I guess something that had for so many years been such a like build up thing of being so terrified of someone seeing me and seeing my body after it had changed so much since high school when I cool you're right I was right you have my talked apologies. about it before my apologies I'm not always not, a goldfish not in detail though no, not in detail. I mean, obviously, I'm not going to go in that much detail anyway, but I did want to say, like... <laughs> this ain't that kind of podcast. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, like, I hadn't... Um, 
up until then, like really the only experience I had had been with my best friend in high school. So it had only been with a uh, woman. Saying a girl felt weird, but also we were teenagers. Teenagers. It was very strange. A female? <laughs> a vagina? <laughs> Anyway, a uh, female anatomy wearer. (laughs) Um, Anyway, you get the gist. Um, And yeah, it was like second time I hung out with this guy after meeting him two days before. And I was like going from my entire life, always being like, I will never give a blowjob. There is no way I will ever put a dick inside my mouth i stand by that statement for myself i am never putting a penis in my mouth i was like that's disgusting like power to the people who do but that's not for me no no thank you and literally the first opportunity i ever got the first time i was ever given that like he didn't even really like i initiated it more than him i was just like I kind of want to try it. <laughs> and um, Like a lollipop. You just wanted to give it a little lick. See what it was oh, like. Oh, dear. Oh, my God. Oh, uh, dear. Oh, dear, oh, dear, oh, dear, oh, dear, oh, dear, oh, dear, oh, dear. And it was good because, like, I was comfortable enough with him. And I think this is, like, the most important thing is obviously someone that you can be open and talk to. Like, you shouldn't be ha- having sex and being in that vulnerable state with someone that you can't communicate with. You know, so he, I told him, you know, that I hadn't done it before and, and, you know, that obviously I was a little bit nervous, but I also really wanted to try and I was excited. So I wanted him to tell me while I was doing it, if something felt really good or if something didn't feel good, because like I had no fucking clue. And also I didn't really know him that well yet. So I didn't know what his sort of body language or like sounds were that meant it was really good or it wasn't that sort of thing. Um... And, yeah, and it was actually really fun, and it turns out I quite enjoy that. Which <laughs> Ew. Is, uh, makes me a hoe, apparently. With your experience, I honestly feel like your first time having, like, full-on sex is kind of like the first time you get a tattoo. It's terrifying. It's nerve-wracking. You're, like, you know, you're overthinking. You're, like, it has to mean something. It has to mean something, you know. You put all of this thought and time and energy into it, and then you get it, and you're, like, oh, my God, I can't believe I did that. And then you're, like, I'm just going to get, like, 70 million tattoos that mean nothing now. <laughs> like, once you're over that hurdle, it's just, yeah. you're just yeah. done for. And, I mean, like, I always said, like, I didn't, need or want my first time that I had sex with a with a guy when it was going to be obviously you know like full on penetrative sex penetrative sex but like we all know that's actually not just what penetrative yeah penetrative sex is penetrative sex is just anything going into your pissoir yeah yes so I knew that it didn't need to be someone that I was you know in love with and had a connection with and all that sort of stuff like I was never the type of person that wanted that sort of thing. I literally just wanted it to be someone that I knew that what, and I say when, not if, because I knew that it was something that happens and it will continue to happen no matter how much experience you have, but particularly with, 
you know, when you're first starting to have sex, it's going to happen more often. When something awkward happens, you know, someone that you don't want to crawl in a hole and die, you can just laugh about it, you know, and it's just like, oh, <laughs> whoops, <laughs> you know, like, <laughs> oh dear. <laughs> and, um, you know, I realized that he was someone that I felt comfortable enough with. So, you know, I'd only known him five days and I was like, yeah. I feel like that might like, be one of the reasons why you just like tripped into hell with that man. Mm. Because you were like, oh, wow. Oh, oh, wow. I feel so comfortable around him and it's been so, oh, shit. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, having sex with someone is fun and complicated because there's a lot of shit going on you know no No, i can't imagine though (laughs) yeah a lot of hormones and shit but um yeah was it you the other day who said that if a um penis owner ever asked you to do anal You'd be like, only if you do it first. No, I was joking. (laughs) Well, I reckon that should be a rule. We were talking about the cloner willy kits that you can get. (laughs) And I was saying, wouldn't that be fun if, if like, if let's, let's say in this example, there's a cis heterosexual couple and uh, he has been somewhat, you know, pressuring her to try anal and she's not totally not totally off board, but she's not completely on board. She's sort of like somewhere in the middle, like eh, maybe. Um, and they get a clone a willy thing. Um, and if you don't know what that is, you literally can clone his willy and make a dildo. That's exactly identical to his penis. Um, and then you can suggest that he tries it first and it's literally his penis. So it's exactly the same size and all that. And he knows how it feels. And, and he fucks um, yeah. himself. But, you know, that was a sort of joke. But from my experience with dating, mm, more guys than not these days are a lot more open with it, which is great. Great for them and their, like, expressive of their sexuality and all that. But lots of guys really want to be pegged. (laughs) Good for them. I just really hope that um, cis heterosexual couples, when exploring that, know what douching is. I, yeah, I hope so. I'm pretty sure everyone does. But yeah, I, for one, am just not into any of the butt stuff. And it's hard sometimes when I'm dating as a bisexual Stop. woman. Don't touch me there. This is my, my no-no, no-no square. square. Yeah. <laughs> but no, it is hard as a bisexual woman dating, especially on like dating apps and stuff, because there is such a stigma around a bunch of things, including... People see you by and they just make assumptions immediately. Obviously, there's the, like, age-old stereotype of, like, that you're going to be into threesomes and stuff. Um, but, yeah, like, so many guys just automatically assume that I'll be into stuff like pegging and things. And I'm like, I don't understand how being by correlates to that. Pegging. Like, is it something to do with, like, strap-ons and things? Because I'm like, then you're just assuming that... If I'm, like, that I'm a top if I'm with women. And, like, you know, this sex and relationships in sex and roles and dynamics is so complex. You can't just, you know, boil it down to 
something so oversimplified, you know? Um, so, yeah, it uh, can be really tough out there, especially if you're new to the sort of online dating scene. And I have found over time, I guess, good ways to filter people and cope with things. Um, but, yeah, so I'd always be happy if any listeners had any questions or wanted advice on that sort of stuff to shoot through any questions or anything that they might have. Pippa. <laughs> because, yeah, it's a, it's a weird world out there and sometimes, you know, you just have a guy over and you're both naked going at it and then your dog gets their head stuck on the <laughs> fence and you have to run out naked and all your neighbours see you naked. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, it's not a joke. No, that actually happened to her. Uh, anyway. Well, now we know that Ben likes it doggy style. I think everyone likes a doggy style. Honestly, it's a very good position. It's good for everybody. Can I just say, <laughs> if you're new to sex, right? Missionary, like, obviously there's lots of ways to do it, but like every way to do it, there's some sort of leg cramp involved for somebody, if not everybody. Okay. On top, knees, fucking knees. You know, it doesn't matter how young you are. We all have knee problems these days. All these different positions, but doggy good for everybody and you plus you can go into like a child's pose and it is like have you ever done child's pose in yoga basically I do child taking pose a nap. all the time just yeah not in sex it's like basically taking a nap but then you also are being pleasured feels good anyway moving on is there anything you would like to talk about before we move on to our next segment um plus size women in dating plus size bisexual women in dating mm. i remember when I was getting into my relationship. It kind of was at a very good time for me because I was pretty, like, confident within myself. Also, I was just in that headspace of, fuck it, I like this person. I watched my sister dick around with a guy for, like, three years before they actually started dating and that was just painful. Mm -hmm. And I was Mm -hmm. like, I'm not going to do that. I'm just going to, you know, go for it. But there was a lot of – because I'm very – proud in my sexuality and I am very open about my affection towards women and it was very much a like uh yeah by the way I do I am bisexual like everything is okay for me like it was just that constant like just in case you didn't know but I'm into like yeah all of it it's not just women and I've also just always had like yeah being fat I just I think that's why I never had a lot of relationships was because I was always like, well, no one's going to want to date me. Yeah. So I didn't even try. Yeah. That's, um, I guess, sort of like what I mentioned in the other podcast when I was Mm. talking about it briefly. It's just that sort of like waiting until like you, you just sort of go onto like a little autopilot mode of just like waiting until you're more confident or waiting until you feel better or just sort of like it's not even like always a conscious decision of like you know oh once I'm this small like it might be but it's more of just like a people aren't you know necessarily going up to you as much as things or even when people are flirting with you and things if you're not having that confidence and 
you know, thinking that way, it just kind of goes over your head a little bit more. Mm-hmm. Um, and so you just sort of a, a lot more passive, I think, mm. is the way I would describe my experience at least. Mm. Um, and it just sort of kind of floats you by and you just sort of... <laughs> Bye. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and it's kind of like you're waiting for it to happen down the track and it just sort of doesn't. <laughs> I think the other thing I wanted to talk about too whilst we're talking about sex is the complete opposite of the spectrum, which is me Mm. as an asexual person who doesn't ever want to have sex with another human being. Mm. Um, Is that that is okay. But it also Mm. like, it took me very long to accept and come to terms with that. And it also stopped me from trying a lot of relationships because I was so scared that that would be a deal breaker because understandably for some people it is such an important part of their a romantic relationship with someone yeah but it's that stigma that you know you're in a relationship so you're having sex mm. yeah and it's hard because i guess we're so opposite ends of the spectrum <laughs> especially now that i am like more like would you active. ever date an asexual person if they didn't want to have sex, like, at all? I... You can say no. You're allowed to say no. It, it <laughs> would be a flat-out no, but to be honest, I think... I guess over the last sort of, you know, six months or a bit longer, I've reflected a lot more on, like, sort of relationships and dating and all that sort of stuff. And the... I, I would potentially date an asexual person um, if it weren't a monogamous relationship. Mm, that's fair. Uh, and depending on, I guess, also where they fall on that sort of spectrum. Mm. Because for me, the the line between a great friendship like we have <laughs> and something more is that physical intimacy and touch and things. So... Um, you know, it depends how how much they, you know, enjoy that sort of side of things and, and how much they want. So, obviously, some people it's absolutely nothing, no go at all, whereas some people like a little bit of canoodling. A little bit of hanky-panky. Exactly. A little bit of tonsil tennis. <laughs> I fucking hate that. Who the fuck? If anyone is touching your tonsils, cut their tongue off. Who the fuck is putting their tongue that far down? Like, that would... Ugh. Ugh. You would literally have to be, like, clanking teeth so much to get your you tongue... You would hit someone's thingy-majig and they would throw up <laughs> like, in your mouth. to get your tongue to touch someone's tonsil? Ugh. Oh, absolutely not. Plus, imagine if they were, like, my tonsils before I got them taken out. They would be all pussy. Can we talk about, actually, my other dating experience? Um, was the sister of my current partner... Um, is that for bisexual women and like gay women as well, mm. it's that like, is she into me or is she just being friendly? <laughs> is she gay or is she just being friendly? I went on uh, yes, a, brun- a quote unquote brunch date with this girl whom I love dearly and is one of my closest friends, but we both had that gay panic of she's really cute is she gay is she into me is this a date i don't know and then it didn't go anywhere which is totally Mm. fine but it was just that it's always just like anytime i've even thought about dating a woman i'm always like 
Yeah. Is she gay? Is she into, like, you know, there's, it's just that, like, we don't know. Yeah. I definitely don't have the same confidence with dating women as I do with dating men, but I still, like, have done so I put a lot of energy into like I've worked on it but also just the I guess fake it till you make it sort of stuff because so much shit can be missed and easily Mm. misconstrued with that sort of stuff if I've just like you know what you just got to be upfront or like be like hey yeah that's literally what the fuck is going on because I'm so confused this friend and I like you know a couple months afterwards when we were just really good friends like we talk to each other about it and you know we both had that realization that we were both having the same gay panic and we were like wow mm. dumb gays <laughs> we were both just like that is so funny yeah <laughs> so in an alternate universe somewhere we're a power couple yeah um <laughs> i think i'm at like 80 percent like confidence now in terms of dating and everything with like complete confidence with my body and I think the other thing too is like, like you go through a lot of dating apps where and you know that's like explicitly like people are there for dating yeah you know like so if you match with a woman she's clearly got it on that she wants to date other women yeah yeah <laughs> so there well, at least anytime, isn't any of that like is she gay <laughs> anytime I meet someone that's cute that I'm into in real life like every single fucking time they're always in a relationship and then I'm like, even though I've never done anything to cross the line and, like, they've sort of made it clear pretty quickly, like, I just leave feeling icky. Like, I just feel bad. Mm. I feel like I've done something, like, shitty to their partner when I'm, like, I literally didn't do anything. And as soon as I knew, like, I backed off and was mm. just being friendly. But, like, yeah. Anyway. um, But what I was saying was um, that, yeah, like, I feel like I'm at the point of being, like, 80%, you know, completely confident and comfortable in my body and all of that stuff with dating and with guys now, like, I've gotten to a point where I'm totally fine. And if there is someone that makes me feel any less than that, I'm like, you know, fucking bye then, Jono. Like, fuck you, <laughs> don't need you in my life. Um, and all this stuff. But there's still that niche market of really, like, femme girls who look like, I guess, simil- like close to the beauty standard that we see. And I just see them, you know, come up in my dating apps or something. And I still just, I'm like, oh my God. Oh my God. Really, really, really pretty girl. Really pretty girl. And then I just like get that sort of voice in my head of like, there's no way she's ever going to match with you. Like there's no point ever matching with her. Mm. And so, you know, even as confident as I am. um, It's that like internalized beauty standards of. Mm. Not only, you know, are you like, wow, they're fucking gorgeous. I mean, all women are fucking gorgeous. Yeah. But, like, it's also then it's just, like, not only are you attracted to her, but you're comparing yourself to her. Exactly. (laughs) Yeah. So, you know, it's, like, even as confident as I am now and have gotten, you know, it's still every day work, you know. Mm -hmm. Um, And you don't just get there and then you great and you feel great forever and it's all perfect and you never feel self-conscious again of course but this is a very long roundabout way of saying fuck who you want to fuck stay safe love Mm -hmm. yourself fuck yourself and maybe look into um sex education and sexual health courses online because i school teaches you nothing i've learned so much over the last like nine months Holy shit. We I I was taught shit all at school. Fucking hell. 
Yeah, we learned nothing at school. Nothing. Absolutely nothing. Nothing. Also, nothing. I mean, it doesn't matter anymore because it's 25 or what you were saying about pap smears. Just a PSA for any of our poussoir havers out there. If you have put something up your poussoir, that means penetrative sex and you need to go get a pap smear. Mm-hmm. We ain't just talking about penises. It's not just penises. We're talking about fingers. Toys. Vibra. That's a toy. <laughs> do tampons count? I was literally about to ask, do tampons count? Aren't they sterile? Yeah, I don't think tampons count. That's fine. Surely they would say if tampons count because everyone kind of just assumes that, like, you know, when they ask, they ask about sex, not do yeah, you use I think tampons or a pad? I think it's something that's, yeah, on one tamp, because that's why they, for one, say don't put tampons in if they're out of the packaging, but also, yeah. like, tampons are sterile. Sex is something that's kind of it's going in and out, in and out sort of thing. And- yeah. Anyways, if you have put anything other than a sanitary item up your pissoir, you need to get a pap smear. If you're 25. If you're 25. In Australia. In Australia. Tongues out, head empty. Ella's not even here this week. How can we do it without her? Can we do a Pippa segment? <laughs> Pippa segment is just ball. 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 Chewing, heart racing. <laughs> <laughs> I stress licked all the fur off my feet. Literally. It's got ball patches. <laughs> ah, what you been doing? Yeah, Pippa is Literally. not the epitome of calm and well-being. Sorry, Squeaky. The epitome of action! And whatever the fuck that is. Honestly, it looks like wombat poop. I still love the way you say wombat. Wombat poop? Wombat Wombat. It's a wombat. Wombat, you're living Victoria now. Become one of us. It's a Press wombat. over to the dark side. No, it's my child. Never. Cross no. over to the dark side. Fucking never. Anyways, self care. Uh, <laughs> I think I almost threw up then. <laughs> Ew. <laughs> um, this week, what, what. Wood, 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 wood. No, 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 no. It is not 2012. We are not doing that. Hey, Mac. No! We got through. No! All right, Jen, what have you You just made me think of my fucking friend. Shout out to Andrew. Um, for any time I hear anything related to Macklemore, and I think of you. And our number one listener. And our number one listener. We love you. He is our top fan. I can't um, believe you haven't sent any, anything in yet, though. Any questions? Yeah, audio? fucking rude, mate. All right, Jen, what have you been doing this week to look after your mental well-being? This week, I have been... There's two things that I've been doing again recently. No, you're only allowed to do one thing. Oh. I am 50% of this podcast. I can do what I like. It's two things. One is I've been drawing again, which I haven't done that for a while. And I really just, I love it. And it just, it's nice. And it makes me feel nice. It's good. Um, and the other thing is, is I started watching K-dramas again. <laughs> you did. And oh, I mean, oh. I enjoy K-dramas because they're just wonderful escapism. Stepped on Greg. Sorry. Pippa stepped on Greg. Yeah, start that bit again. Um, I've been watching K-dramas again. 
And, like, you know, they're nice, fun escapism, and I thoroughly enjoy the plots and the characters and all that. But I think for me, like, one of the best things about K-dramas and self-care is that because I don't speak Korean, I have to pay attention and read the subtitles. So I can't be multitasking and only half paying attention. Like, it forces me to put all of my attention on one thing and shut everything else off. Mm. And it's great. (laughs) Um, yeah, that's what I've been doing. What about you, Smelly? Um, I've had my dog shove her butt hole <laughs> in my face. <laughs> yeah, but um, she does that every week. True. Ooh, nice what are you doing, people? Nice and pink today. Um, what have I been doing this week? Well, I got back into the dating scene, which has been something that I think is important for me to sort of... Have a bit of fun. Have a bit of fun. Move forward with my life um, and blow off some steam, if you know what I mean. <laughs> <laughs> not that you've been doing a lot of that. What do you mean? You have not fucked anyone since you've been back on the dating scene. Yeah, exactly. That's what I mean. I need to blow off some steam. Oh, I thought you said you had been blowing oh, off Oh, no. Steam. No, no. <laughs> and I was, I was like, well, very you haven't really done any of that unless you were lying to me about what you did when I wasn't here on Monday night. Okay. No. <laughs> I know, I was very proud of myself. I was proud of her. Then one time <laughs> when she couldn't sleep <laughs> because night shifts, I was asleep and she decided to go and meet up with this guy she'd never met in person before. Um, and they did at least meet at a McDonald's, but it was like 4 a.m. <laughs> and then they went back to his place and fucked. And she didn't tell me. Um, she, I do believe she messaged me just going for a drive, um, <laughs> which, you know, I was dead to the world asleep and she comes back and she just comes into my bed at like 5am or some shit and is like, um, so I did a thing and I'm like half asleep, like what the fuck is going on? And <laughs> I only messaged her because I didn't want her to wake up and panic, but I didn't want to send her the whole thing that I was doing on the message. And you didn't want to wake me up beforehand because you knew I would stop you so you wouldn't get raped and murdered by going and meeting up with a random guy at 4 a.m. Yeah, I know. It was a bad call. It was a bad call. Um, And then, yeah, she just crawls into my bed and is like, I'm sorry. Doing the whole ask for forgiveness, not permission thing. And I'm like, "Uh, I can't leave you unsupervised when you're horny. No, you cannot. (laughs) gotten back into painting a little bit this week yeah you did it's been nice we went to office works that's always self-care yeah we lost each other at office works. oh my god i know i literally <laughs> ended up going to check i was like fuck this this bitch has ditched me and then i was literally looking me. for it. i was calling her i was looking for her and i didn't go into any of the aisles so that i wouldn't be in an aisle when she like popped out I swear to God, you're lying. Like, I swear no, to God. I was God, literally walking up and down. I really don't think you were. I really you. don't think you were. I was. And then I just kind of gave up. And I was like, I don't know, she'll find me eventually. And I was like, ooh, office works. Ooh, this is sparkly. Um. <laughs> anyway. Um, yeah, so painting, talking to people, hopefully date goes well when this mm-hmm. is released. And, um, wish yeah. her luck. We'll see where we're at. Not that I think, yeah. you know what? 
Shout out to anyone who listens to this as soon as it drops, because I don't think anyone does. The amount of people I've talked to have been like, oh yeah, I've been meaning to listen to that. And I'm like, yeah. well, you're a good Literally. friend. Literally. <laughs> oh, Thanks. Lordy. Appreciate the love and support. Um, yeah. So shout out to those people. And please send us anything you want to hear Interact about. with us. We're needy. We're bored. <laughs> I have no idea what we're going to talk about next week. Any words? Let's not introduce our topics the week before because then we're locked into that topic and I don't like that. <laughs> this is just you out. We're very impulsive people. Come on, Pete. Come chew it right next to the microphone. Yeah, it's the mania. Pippa's words of wisdom. When in doubt, eat fabric toy. And move it out. And move it out. It's, it's how she protests for you not constantly letting her have a B-A-L-L. Because she'd much rather eat those. That was a very big swallow. <laughs> the look she just gave me. Your ears inside out. How embarrassing. All right. Goodbye, everyone. Bye. Oh. Don't. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> do, 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 do. Nickelodeon. Um, this is a Disney Channel podcast. Thank you very much.